You are now listening to a Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. And this is Total Annihilation Jaren. And this week we are discussing the 15th law. Crush your enemy totally. All right, Jaren, it's that time. Hit me with that translation. Um, I think pretty much everybody can understand uh, crush your enemies <laughs> totally. Okay. No translation needed. All right, well, I'll go with the few words from the OG then. All great leaders since Moses have known that a feared enemy must be crushed completely. Sometimes they have learned this the hard way. If one ember is left alight, no matter how dimly it smolders, a fire will eventually break out. Morris lost through stopping halfway, then through total annihilation. The enemy will recover and will seek revenge. Crush him, not only in body, but in spirit. And this brings me to analogies. I love analogies. I love analogies because they do a great job giving depth to an explanation. Also, if it's related properly, they give a different perspective to a situation that may be easier to understand. So let's take sports, for instance. Sports is very analogous to life. In war, war is also really, really analogous to life. So crushing your enemy totally uh, is critical in sports, it's critical in war, and according to OG, it's in critical, I mean, according to the OG, it's also critical in life situations as well. So just think about it. If you don't crush your opponent in sports think about what would happen um the think momentum about what to golden state can shift yeah the momentum can shift and you can lose the game just think about golden state in war momentum can shift and you can lose the war and in life one little surprise that you're not ready for can shift the momentum of your power to someone else or to somewhere else so crush your enemy totally yeah, like I was saying, like with Golden State, um, they they didn't they didn't crush the Cavs, right? It wasn't it three to one. You know what? And what, before that, before before even Golden State, the OK uh, the OKC, yeah, yeah, the Thunder didn't totally crush Golden State. They left one game left to be won, and Golden State came back from a three one deficit. And then the very next series, like you said, the same thing happened to Golden State. They didn't crush them. They had them down three to one. And somehow that momentum shifted and they lost one game away. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we've seen this happen um, <clears throat> in a in a ton of movies. Right. Yeah, so, definitely. <laughs> I actually have a list of movies where not crushing your enemy went wrong okay would you care to hear this list go for it I'm listening alright so first boys in the hood 
<laughs> okay. So the guys did the drive by. They shot Ricky, right? Yep. But they left Trey. Trey was a witness. They came back. Doughboy um, and Monster and Trey. Well, Trey Trey got out the car. But uh, what was his yeah, name? Trey didn't want to be involved. <laughs> so Monster, Doughboy, and uh, what's his name? Pookie or Dookie? What was the other guy's name? Whatever his name was. They came and did a drive-by on the guys that killed Ricky. So they paid for it, not totally annihilating or destroying their enemy. Menaces. And they just got one guy. Yeah, they just got one guy and left the rest. Menace right. Society, right? So Kane and um, Old Dog stumped out Old Girl's cousin. Okay. Didn't completely um, destroy him. He came nah. back and shot him up. Exactly. Smote Kane. <laughs> and Conan. I actually talked I actually quoted this on the podcast before. And Conan he or Conan the Barbarian, they killed his his mother, he chopped off her head right in front of him as a child. Killed his father. It then took Conan as a as a small boy. They took him, they kidnapped him and made him into a slave. And they had him they had him pushing this 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 will of pain i guess i don't know what this thing was but they had him pushing it around for his entire life until he became a six foot three 250 pound like bohemoth mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then they turned around and taught him um to quote crush your enemies see them driven before you hear the laminations of the women and he turned around and killed the people who killed his 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 parents. Right. Again, they did not destroy Conan. Okay, so it's it's very obvious uh, in this portrayals in movies that it's important to go ahead and crush your enemy. Right. Absolutely. And last but not least, on Friday, if Craig would have just smashed Debo with that no he did smash him with the brick right but he didn't he shoot him with the brick see if, no he didn't he didn't kill him if he if he would have shot him destroying his enemy we wouldn't have had to be punished with Friday or with next Friday that was a punishment it was an absolute punishment the movie was horrible <laughs> I enjoyed the Friday series they had they had some decent especially Friday after next that was horrible yeah, I, I got some decent laughs out of the Fridays. I get them all mixed up in my head, so I don't remember which one is which. But anyway, the OG says when we choose not to crush the enemy and we show sympathy or pity or have hopes for reconciliation with the opposition, all we do is strengthen their fear and hatred for us because we've already beat them once. And this can be applied to sports. It could be applied to war and in life. In all those movies you just named, they showed some type of sympathy by not taking them out and all it did was strengthen their fear and their hatred right and they came back to eventually to beat them or produce horrible sequels <laughs> or that too if we're talking in movies cuz see i didn't say that it was analogous to movies i said that life is analogous to sports and war i didn't include movies so 
<laughs> or sports for a reason. In sports, would the Golden State would have gotten? Would they have gotten Kevin Durant if they didn't lose? They wouldn't need a. They don't need Kevin Durant though. Like right now, they're they're looking questionable. They're losing some games. Are they? I mean, the last yeah, they're 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 taking and when they lose, they lose by like thirty too. <laughs> like when they do lose, they get blown out. Oh. So uh, I mean, last year they went what. 73 and 9. That's without Kevin Durant. They well, I guess they kind of got crushed then. Yeah. <laughs> they was the ones who got crushed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, you know who got crushed was uh was uh okay, Carolina see. Panthers. Oh. No, Carolina Panthers, man. Whew. How so? They they were super they were Super Bowl contenders last year. And this year, I don't need, I don't even think they won 3 games. Wow. <laughs> they they sucked this year, bro. Wow. As much as I want to root for Cam. But anyway, taking it easy on the enemy is a form of nurturing them. So just think about it, man. Who in their right mind would allow their enemy to recover, gain strength, and allow them to attack again? Like if you knew that that's what you were actually doing, would you do it? If you knew in the middle of a fight that you were winning, would you say, all right, time out. I need my, I need my guy to get back up. I need him to regroup. I need him to nurse himself back to health. <laughs> they so do he that. Come back. <laughs> they do that on World Star all the time. Like somebody <laughs> will be fighting, and then the fighter go to the ground, and say like the guy is on top of him, ground and pounding the other person, and then they'll be like, "No, stand him up, stand him up." And it's like, right. why? I'm winning. I'm at. A, I'm having an advantage here. I'm about to take over this fight. But y'all telling me? Well, to stand they do up? that in MMA. They do that in MMA too. Well, right? if if they stand, if they land around doing nothing. But right. not if you just punching a guy out. They're gonna let you just punch him out in MMA. So but in other words, in street, that guy on the sideline, yeah, that guy on the sideline in the street fight, they said, "No, stand him up." Somebody needs to tell him to shut up. And then the for you to actually stand up to allow this person a second chance to get at you, you know, toe to toe. You're breaking this law right now. Well, I tell you what, the OG says this is especially true of a former friend who has become an enemy, you have to crush them at all costs. And I have one more movie reference. However, they weren't really friends per se, but he should have got crushed. Have you ever seen Carlito's Way? I've seen it once, and so I can't recall how that all All right, went well, I'm not a guy of favorites at all. Um, there's, I don't have many favorites of anything, but if I had to pick a favorite movie, this would probably be my favorite movie. Okay. But in Carlito's Way... Uh, Carlito was the OG, which was Al Pacino, and this young up-and-coming gangster named Billy Blanco, he wanted to have a partnership with Carlito. Carlito wasn't having it because he was trying to get out the game. He was trying to change his ways. And plus, he felt like Benny Blanco was a young punk. He was nothing like the young Carlito. Mm -hmm. So one thing transpired, led to another, and Carlito and his people end up hemming up Benny Blanco. And this definitely stirred up some resentment. You know, Benny's pride was hurt because he got roughed up in front of his people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And now the old Carlito would have killed Benny. But the new Carlito said, you know what? Just we, we've done enough. Just let him go. And that ended up haunting Carlito at the end of the movie. So he didn't crush his enemy totally. Go see the movie to see how that ended up. But that's another example of not crushing. Didn't enemy it? That totally. movie came out like in the 80s, right? No, 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 no. Uh... It's like early nineties. Late nineties. I think it was late nineties. Yeah, it's been about. It's been almost twenty years. He, the, yeah. the the girlfriend got shot in the end, right? 
No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like in the subway no, or something, no. right? Like, I remember. No, that. so he, he was gonna, so he was living his life. The girlfriend was mad that he was living the street life still. He was really trying to find his way out of it. And he was having a hard time. He finally said, all right, you know what? I'm going to get out of life. Him and his girl was trying to go somewhere to their paradise. And he ended up getting shot when he was getting on the subway to go to the airport. There you go. Benny, Benny Blanco came back and shot See, him down. There we go. It's been out 20 years. It's all right to spoil it. <laughs> all right. That's all right. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> go see Carlitos. It's still good. Even though Carlitos got killed in the end, the movie is super dope. So, uh, and so we talked about a lot of street business that this happened, man. I got some. I have some business, business, some corporate business where this happened. Okay. So Microsoft versus Apple, bro. I don't even know if you knew that Apple was on the verge of uh, bankruptcy. Back in 1997, they were struggling heavy. All right, and Microsoft was the superpower back then. They was worth about 500 mil. They invested 150 million dollars into the near bankrupt Apple company. All right, so what they okay. were supposed to get out the deal was that uh, Microsoft Office was supposed to support Macintoshes for five years, and Microsoft will receive some non-voting shares in the company. And what Apple would get out of the deal is they would get. 150 million dollars but they would have to drop their lawsuit that they had against microsoft because they said microsoft was copying they they style so they brought microsoft back to life man microsoft or excuse me they brought apple back to life man and they was they was about to die off and be bankrupt but when they got that 150 mil next thing you know the ipod happens and then after that the iphone happens and then after that the iPad happens. Now Apple is worth about $580 billion. Microsoft is worth about $407 billion. Now Microsoft isn't doing bad, but they could have been doing a whole lot better if Apple was out of the way. Hmm. So Microsoft didn't crush Apple totally when they could have. Wow. Yeah, I didn't... I knew they, they had some dealings back in the day, but I didn't know that whole story. So, wow. Yeah, man. So crush your enemy. So uh, the keys to power. The OG was saying, you just have to know that your enemies want to get rid of you. If you show them some mercy and you choose not to crush them, they will plot against you. They will plot for that revenge. And now you'll be at risk of getting crushed. And all those movie references and even that corporate reference where uh, Microsoft didn't exactly get crushed, but they could be doing be a lot better than what they are doing. So the OG also said that the goal of power is to control your enemies completely. So you want to make them obey at your will. And if you leave them without options, they'll be forced to follow your path. So that's crushing them totally. And they don't have any other option but to do what you want um, them to do. And I guess that's kind of the issue like with like in some of the conflicts or whatever we have going on in the world. Like, we can't crush ISIS, per se, right? Right. Because they're kind of scattered about. You kill one of them, that, that kid is going to come back, and they're going to be grow up and be mad, and they'll be in another, you know, terrorist group, whatever it's going to be at that time. And that's what's crazy about it, too, because a lot of this stuff is created through pop propaganda anyway. Right. So if you have one group saying, hey, America is the reason that this is going bad, 
and then they go do something to America and then re retaliate and do something to them. Now we've killed somebody's parents and now these people really do hate America because we actually did something to them. Right. So they grow up to be the next leader and they hate us to death and they're spreading more propaganda and then it's almost never ending until one of us gets crushed totally. Right. Absolutely. So. And that's kind of the same thing with, I guess, Korea as well, right? Yep. North or North kinda Korea, that thing. is. You know, that, that kind of just ended in a stalemate, I suppose. and For the moment. Right. And so... Until somebody decides to go nuclear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And So they weren't crushed, but they're still out there and they are definitely plotting to, you know, to retaliate, so... And let's be clear. You can be the nicest person in the world. You can be the nicest person that you want to be. But when you're trying to get this power on your journey to gaining this power, you're inevitably going to stir some emotions and create some enemies because you are rushing to the same power that they're rushing to. Don't think that power is just this thing that nobody wants and you're just going to run up and get it on your own and nobody's going to want to fight you for it. Or nobody's gonna want to try to take it from you. It's not just sitting in this glass box that only you know where it is. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody or a lot of people are running to the same power that you're looking for. People want to be in control. So you're gonna have enemies regardless. Even if you don't want to have enemies, it's gonna happen. So that's that sounds like it's it's a pretty natural thing, right? Because yeah. you're trying to get something that somebody else is trying to get, so there's gonna be a struggle for that power. So the haters OG was just saying haters gonna hate. This is what the cup down to. Don't take this hatred personally because you're just gonna have to agree to disagree. You both want the same thing. So don't take it per don't take it personal. It's more along the lines of this is I'm trying to do something, you're trying to do something. It's not personal. We just both want the same thing. But just be clear that if you go halfway for this, you know, you go halfway into crushing your enemy and not fully doing it, not total annihilation, then you'll never be secure because just know that the uh, the enemy will always come back to seek revenge on you. So, that's that. And we slide right into that reversal. The OG says that this loss should rarely be ignored. However, if you can let your enemy destroy themselves, let them do it. And if I was to put this into a cliche term, it would be... Let them hang themselves. Mm -hmm. Do you have any examples of someone letting them hang themselves? No, I do not. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No problem. I have I have a corporate example of this happening. So let's talk about Netflix to Blockbuster. Um, this is the best one that I could think of, and I'm sure there are better ones out there. This one doesn't totally fit, but it fits well enough. Um, so Blockbuster was running a rental game back in the day, right? Yep. They were a brick and mortar spot. You had to drive there. People normally went there on Friday nights to get their movies. The prices were pretty expensive and they killed you on the late charges. Like if you took that movie back late, it was almost the same amount it was to rent it. And every day it just kept building and building and building. And it'll get to so, a point to where you might as well just buy it. Exactly. Once you go four nights, you might as well just have bought the movie yourself, right? So Netflix comes out. They're offering a mail subscription service where you can trade movies using USPS. You know, you can use the United States Postal Service. You just go out to your mailbox, drop that, that movie in, 
two days later, a new movie would come because you have movies in a queue. They also offered movie streaming where I could just sit in my living room and watch a movie if I want to. And they offer one monthly price that was about as cheap as how much it would be to get a movie or maybe two movies from Blockbuster. Right. And no late fees. So, and there are no late fees. Exactly. I forgot about that. one. And they were and, actually even so lenient that you can even lose a movie and they'll just charge it to the game. They wouldn't even <clears throat> they wouldn't even charge you for that movie. Really? Yeah. We've okay, lost. I didn't even know that. We've lost probably like three or four, and they're just like, "It's cool." Really? Oh, that's yeah. dope. They're yeah. making money hand over fist. They're like, "Yo, don't worry about that movie. We, we get these for the law." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that movie that you got, it was free anyway. It was a freebie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I don't recall Netflix having any ads or any TV commercials tearing down Blockbuster or anything, right? Nope. Do you remember that? No, they didn't. They just kind of did their own. They just thing. did their thing. Yeah. They just did their own thing. They didn't even acknowledge Blockbuster. Not at all. Not that I remember. So Blockbuster's sluggish reaction to Netflix's or the Netflix business model was ultimately their demise. I do remember them trying to have like a mailing service where you didn't have to go into the store, but it was too late and it didn't work. So Netflix, they didn't even have to apply any pressure for Blockbuster to fail. Blockbuster kind of did it to themselves by being behind the times. And get this, check this out. In 2000 or early 2000s, Blockbuster actually had a chance to buy Netflix dog, yeah. for 50 mil, yeah. but they didn't do it. <laughs> I, I bet they wish they would have now, dog. Hmm. Crazy. So, now, on the flip side, you see Netflix did crush Blockbuster. They didn't let up at all. They just kept doing them. They didn't try to buy Blockbuster out. They just let Blockbuster die because they didn't believe in that business model anymore. So Blockbuster's gone. No competition. And Netflix, on the other hand, I mean, Blockbuster and Netflix were in direct competition. Blockbuster didn't do anything to crush their competition. They just kind of, you know, they just kind of laid there and let it happen. So Netflix just sat back and watched it happen. You know, they didn't really right. they didn't really apply any pressure to crush them. They could have did a smear campaign, but they just kind of let Blockbuster die off. And Netflix is the hugest thing out there right now. Like yeah, it's, people, it's the largest. It is pe- the largest. People cancel like their cable service and stuff for Netflix and Hulu combination. Yep, and Hulu. Oh, you know what? who else is in the mix, too? <clears throat> Redbox did some damage, too. Yeah. Because you can just go to the red box that was at the grocery store that you were getting groceries from, and you can get that movie for a dollar. Right. So that had that was part of their demise as well. Yeah, these cable companies might be next. I mean, because you got Fire Stick. Fire That's Stick. True. Fire Stick might come out and kill them. So they I'm surprised. Do something. I'm surprised how how popular, you know, the fire the Fire Stick is. Well, I guess it's not the Fire Stick itself because the Fire Stick is just. You know, like Apple Apple TV, I believe, is the one that kind of started it, where right. they made applications for you to be able to watch on your own, and you can subscribe to HBO or whoever else. So these cable companies, I guess there's nothing that they can do other than have their own cable channels, because they're not the ones making the channels. They're just a medium for the channels to be on their, you know, on cable. They're going to have to have, like, FCC step in to, like, shut down Fire Stick or those types of applications or else oh yeah they're probably they're probably just gonna go down there's really because fcc can't 
can't stop it. But what they are trying to do, though, I saw on the news, is they're actually trying to, or the states are trying to get their money. They're trying to implement a tax. They're saying that Netflix is a utility, like cable is a utility. So the states want their cut. I think we talked about this on a podcast a little bit, where the states now say that, well, if you have Netflix, that's a utility. Since you don't have cable, right. we need to be getting our cut. So we're going to add a dollar no, or two dollars a tax. I think, I think we had it just as a personal discussion. And then it, we, we brought up the point that, well, I'm paying for the Internet. Right. So I'm already being like taxed. It. I'm already being taxed because they're definitely taxing the Internet. But right. anyway, so listeners, crush your enemy at all costs crush the opposition remember this is a game of power so you do have an opposition you do have enemies and anytime you get to annihilate them make sure you do it and apply this uh at will apply this to your situation the best way that you can because there are times when you can be merciful and not take charge and not take over because you feel bad about the person next to you or your co-worker or you can be mercy you know you can show no mercy merciless is that a word that sounds like it's a word you can (laughs) definitely take charge and run it and attain that power and show that you are the best candidate so that's all i have and we can wrap it all right so this has been another episode of the corporate streets podcast and as always we encourage you um to go out and cop your own copy of Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a great read or a great listen if you want to get the audiobook. And as we always um, tell you, Robert Greene, you know, he's probably trying to buy a racehorse or something, so he needs some money. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so Yeah, right, right. So give him his cut. And, and don't get it confused just because you buy the book or just because you listen to us doesn't mean that you have one so you don't need the other. We compliment Robert Greene's book. We're kind of like you get that shot of tequila. We're like the lime and the salt afterwards. OK, we, we just make it smoother. <laughs> we compliment it so right. well. So if you buy Robert Greene's book, whether it be the audio version or the hard copy version, we still compliment and you listen to us. You still need to get it from the horse's mouth himself, so go check out the book. I was just going to say, like, fries with the burger, but, okay. Fries with the burger? Yeah, like, he's the burger, he's the burger, and we're the fries. No, we we need more description than that. We need to be be more clear. Well, hey, if you guys have any questions, email us at thecorporatestreets, with a Z, at gmail.com. You can hit us on Facebook, The Corporate Streets Podcast. Or Twitter at Corp Streets. And next week we have what's this law 16 coming up, right? Yep. And the law is use absence to increase respect and honor. Okay. We'll get into it. All right. And this is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who tell their nephew to run run away and never return but then he grows up to become a 500 pound lion and he kills you peace is that the is that the conan <laughs> reference <laughs> no that wasn't conan that was 
No, I was talking about uh, Lion King. Ah. <laughs> Scar told yeah. Simba to run away. And then <laughs> right. Simba came back as a 500 pound beast and he killed him. True. Got it. Okay. <laughs> beast. All right. enrichment and goal attainment thank you for listening to the corporate streets 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 the corporate streets